What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Our globetrotter Andy is back. We are going to get into the conference league, some market stuff, everything going on because there is, what, five days remaining? Less than five days. Yep. Anyway, there's not a lot of time, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, very quickly, thank you so much to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Tony Venditelli and Basim Chiheda. We thank you both so, so much for your support, as well as the support of all of our other wonderful patrons who make this show and the website possible. All right, Andy, you are back. Admittedly, you were in a very remote and desolate part of the world. Well, not desolate, remote, we will say. So right. <laughs> you you didn't get the best of internet. So you've been really unplugged for the past uh, past days, which part of me really envies. It really, really does, particularly yep. during a market period where it's just a bit overwhelming. So mm-hmm. you are coming into this freshly cleansed, you mm-hmm. haven't been too enveloped by Roma or football or just, you know, real life in general. So even from that <laughs> standpoint, I do envy you. So last night we have the Conference League. Now, when you weren't here, I posed it. I worded this very poorly in the previous episode, but I basically wanted to get a temperature gauge from everybody as to how much relative to the CDA they care about this competition. Now, again, I worded it poorly, and I made it sound as if we weren't going to discuss it, discuss the Conference League on the podcast. Of course we will, um, even though you and I vowed not to uh, in a joking manner last year. But I have to tell you, um, what I meant to pose to people was this competition, as far as your hierarchy goes for the season, where does it land and how serious do you take it? And I have to tell you, Maybe it's just because Jose Mourinho is winning. Maybe it's because it's so early in the season we want to see Roma as much as possible. But the overwhelming majority of people said that, yeah, I am 100% both feet into this competition. Let's go for it. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not judging one way or another. I'm simply saying I am surprised by that because... I think you and I both said uh, before the season, I forget which episode, but didn't we both agree that if all things, if we could have our choice, we would probably have a Jose Mourinho with a Roma playing once a week, yeah? I, 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 of course, yeah. yeah. I don't that think, was it, yeah. Yeah, I, I both think we agreed on that. Um, but again, now that the season has started, Roma, they've won, they're, they're perfect through three matches. I think maybe that has something to do with it, with just the excitement of seeing Roma as much as possible. Um, but the part that worries me now is look at who he's played in the first three matches. It's been the exact same formation, more or less, just a couple of uh, minor changes, of course. Um, but again, three victories in a row, so you can't really argue it. I, I have to tell you, I know I dumped on this conference league, which after the draw today, we still here's the thing we are going to discuss the conference league and we will take it serious but we have to have a little bit of levity here okay because some of those teams during that draw today i mean it could have been like um what's that game where you get random letters and make a word um uh, what's it called scrabble Scra- scrabble. scrabble yeah scrabble it, it it was almost like these these clubs yep. were a scrabble competition and it's almost as if you have to pick whether or not they actually exist um correct 
I have to tell you. No disrespect, by the way. I mean, we have to emphasize. No, no disrespect. No, 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 no disrespect. Now, um, we do have a couple of individuals from Norway, I think, in our group. When I saw that final team, that Norwegian, or are they Norwegian? That team that has two two titles and then they have um, uh, the hyphen in between. I go, okay, now this is... Uh, UEFA is just mocking us now, right? The, the, this is something in like a simulator where uh, the video game runs out of actual clubs and they just generate a fake a fake name. But it was, actu- it was actually a real club. Um, they were real. So <laughs> um, that, that notwithstanding, playing these teams with uh, f- four titles in their name... I was excited by Roma uh, over the two legs against uh, Trebzon Sport. I think they played very, very well. I love, though, the mindset more than anything. And I have to tell you, Mourinho, man, through three matches, this is way more enjoyable and entertaining than I could have expected. Now, will this come to a head at some point? I don't, sure. Yeah. For sure. Probably. Yeah. But. Yeah. Don't for everybody who is hesitant about this, please stop, you know, urinating on the parade. All right, because through three matches, <laughs> this is extremely fun. Um, and Andy, I think above all, beyond the results, I, this team, okay, and I don't think anybody would 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 dispute this. They have undoubtedly bought into this guy's mindset, his approach. Uh, basically, this team. Not 100% yet, but very clearly they mirror Jose Mourinho. Yeah, I, I don't. Th- I, I mean, I'm yep. shocked at how early actually they are mirroring him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you, you know this. I mean, Mourinho is a guy who 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 lives for the collective moment. So you know, you you score the three nil on uh, yesterday with with El Shirawi and and you see Mourinho pump his fist over toward the crowd and excitement, and that's that energy then works on the players and so that pushes them toward uh, buying into what, what Mourinho is building at Roma and obviously it's not you know going to be all 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 also rosy um but it, it's definitely a, a positive sign to see this team rally around the first three games get the results they wanted have fun um yesterday was you know and still those three games were a good test. You you face adversity in Turkey. You face a difficult team led by a good manager uh, like Vincenzo Italiano um, with Fiorentina, and then you you end uh, sort of the discussion as to who goes through in, in at the Olimpico for the Conference League in front of your home crowd. And that's great. That's I think that's the sort of the, the 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 start that they deserved, the start that they needed to to be decisive and to be better. And you know, somebody like Rui Patricio needs those saves that he makes to feel more comfortable, to feel more confident. And um, the way Tammy Abraham showed up and Shomurodov and um, it, yeah, it's just and 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 you see this manager that. Um, may be very tough on some players, but you can also clearly see that there is a willingness of of his, and, and he's spoken about it at length, to to work with what he's got at his disposal. And with now with the Conference League, it definitely we saw him wanting to put the strongest lineup out there that he can. Um, and I think that this is good for now and i think this was done with the purpose that let's get these guys rolling let's get them you know let's get them into a groove um and eventually as you you know as you go ice skating in norway or um or you know ducking bullets in in ukraine uh you 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 still you can find uh, some sort of rotation that will allow you to to catch a breath because undoubtedly this roma team um, no matter what Pinto does, no matter how much money the Friedkins put in, this Roma team this year will not be uh, a, t- a team with you know with with depth, with with major depth that then will allow you as the season progresses with the 
you know, inevitable injuries or in inevitable problems, suspensions, whatever, um, to confront these competitions at the same time. So it, it was good. It was fun. It's a fun start. Um, let's see how, how long this will go on for. But you can you can see that there is clear chemistry. There is a bond forming. Um, and, yeah, and more or less everybody looks on board. Everybody looks to, to be gaining... Uh, fitness and, and 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 sort of understanding the roles in this new system and, and under this manager what he wants um and it was you know it was important i think all three goals yes they were important for all three different players cristante um, to sort of reaffirm his role in the midfield uh zaniolo you know a comeback after 400 days of of of, of absence and and and, and scoring goal scoring drought because of the injuries and uh and then el sharawi to you know to, to also you know give a a sign of life that i'm still here you know i'm you're still paying me so i'm i'm here i'm i'm doing my job and and so that's very welcome for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, 100%. We can get into some of the individuals momentarily, but I, I do want to focus a bit on, on Mourinho because... Listen, this was a guy who, in the aftermath of his appointment, you and I both thought that not only was this obviously appointing one of the best managers since Fabio Capello to uh, to the helm was an obviously good choice, but you're getting him in a moment where he has a lot to prove, he wants to prove it, but it also seems like Andy, based on what he has said uh, over the course of the months since he has been uh, uh, talking about arriving at Roma, it definitely seems like he has not not changed his mindset, okay? Because this is a guy who has said nonstop, we want to win, we want to win, we want to win. We are never going to change that mentality. But this also seems like a guy who maybe has embraced more of a longer term project and listen if you if you've never been to rome the word project juxtaposed to is roma don't do it don't do it because everybody hates that word right everybody hates hearing project sabatini used to say it all of the time uh, baldini used to say it too uh, in both both um, uh, ten years at the club, he used that word project, project, project. Um, Prade, he used the word too. Supporters hate hearing that word because it makes it seem as if winning is not at the forefront of your mind, almost as if it's a secondary objective. Mourinho has seemed to really make not only winning the objective, but sustaining winning, which is something that, that Freakin has obviously echoed not only upon his arrival, but the appointment of Mourinho himself. I, I, do, do, you, do you recognize or do you think that he's changed a little bit? Because the way I used to view him, honestly, was the way I probably view Antonio Conte now. Just a guy who, when you appoint him, he's about as cheerful as a kick to your balls. He wants to win now, and if you don't get him the pieces to win now, he can become very volatile. He can just up and leave, and when he does ultimately leave, if that's in one, two, three, however many years, your club is going to be left not in shambles, but uh, you're going to be, uh, the cupboard is going to be a bit barren because you had to offload some pieces in order to get the manager what he wants I have to tell you I don't view Mourinho in that way now only because he's talking more about a long-term uh, long-term project sustained winning I, I actually see him as kind of more happy more cheerful he I, I don't know if you saw the the clips of him after the match um 
uh, waving to the uh, the curva. I, I don't know. I maybe I'm just being biased because obviously we support Roma. We talk about Roma. We write about Roma, but again, I didn't watch the Premier League to the extent that I'm sure many of our listeners have. So I, I I'm probably speaking to this at least out of some form of ignorance, but he just looks happier. He seems a bit more at ease, but he is also not allowing anybody to drop the shield of anything other than winning matters. I just, I, I, he seems much different. He does not seem like the prickly, uh, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a word that isn't a curse word, but the prickly individual guy who was just a pain in the ass to be around that was at Inter. I mean, when he was at Inter, you know, you know, Roma, we had, uh, we had Claudio Ranieri, a, a guy who the devil himself could probably get along with. And then you had this character in Mourinho who was just a, you know, he was like the, the you know, he was the heel, right? He was the... Mm-hmm, he was the mm-hmm. bad guy in the film. He just, there's something. May, I don't know. Maybe you di- com- disagree completely, but I, I just view him differently based upon what he says, the way he's acting. But he still is keeping the same mindset. And the thing I love too, even though it's a pain in the absolute ass for us, is he keeps every single thing in the dressing room. Nothing gets out. Absolutely nothing. And he will go and protect his players. I wanted to get into this later, but the way he spoke about the Aguara, okay, that was an absolute masterclass in A, protecting your player, B, putting him on the transfer market, and C, somehow maintaining his confidence because if he doesn't manage to find a deal away, hey, you're still part of this team. And we're glad to have you here. I thought it was an absolute masterclass in in dialect, like in a way of uh, explaining the situation of yeah. a player. Uh, because for anybody who missed it, Diabara, he got into a bit of a, a, um, a, a row with a, a supporter who was giving him some abuse outside of uh, Trigoria. He got out of his car. They went back and forth. But Mourinho in his pre-match uh, press conference the way he handled it, I thought it was honestly beautiful. The way he he spoke about the Aborda. Yeah, and and we see uh, a different, you know, a different side to Mourinho. Um, literally, a guy who, you know, at least right now, has bought into has bought into a, a, a different a different idea of 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 coaching. You know, he he goes from basically, you know managing some of the world's biggest clubs and in in you know in probably the world's best league uh with with the with the rule of win 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 now win now no matter what to moving to a club with 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 more limited means you know less glamour uh coming off rough season um with 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 sort of a mysterious ownership that you know besides uh, saying something once a year ago hasn't said anything since and and what you know as an outsider you can always well how what does it mean where does this lead to and obviously people that now are 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 cheering for Roma because they follow Mourinho I, I can imagine it must be pretty difficult for them to wrap their minds around what the what the hell kind of team Mourinho decided to join because there there's literally nothing getting out of out of um, the Friedkins um, nothing so the the only knowledge we have about the club's intentions uh, is is communicated through um, through Mourinho and and he keeps stressing that. He's here for the long run. This is not something that we've heard from him too many times because he is a guy who, you know, at, at Inter, he ran as quickly as possible after winning the Champions League um, to then join Real Madrid. And, and, and then obviously, 
his adventure in the Premier League with this club, with the other club, and it, it was constantly moving. He couldn't stay put, you know, and 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 now we sort of see a, a maybe a softer side, but it, it's not even a softer side. It's sort of maybe a more balanced side um, because he still has he still has that desire to to as I said before, he lives off the energy of the crowd. So you can see him absolutely uh, just 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 enjoying himself, enjoying the the Grazie Roma, enjoying the fans at the stadium, and. And yes, and he is just sort of like now he's this in be- you know this this middleman between the fans and the Friedkins, and so you know the, even the that thing he said about Pellegrini that he should you know he, he should sign his contract renewal right now because you know he's a phenomenal player and he just he, there there is no time to to think about about these things he must sign and 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 be done with it because Roma need him and he needs him and he is he would be happy to have three pellegrinis to cover the entire midfield and and was that or did Aussies we could win with 11 cristantes yeah <laughs> which one was better choose your fighter I do think I do think that the Cristante one came at a, a more difficult time because Cristante, you know, had basically a whole fan base against against him after his first season, and and De Rossi just backed him all of a sudden, like nobody expected it. You know, everybody expected him maybe to say Zaniolo, but but not Cristante. And yeah, these are. These are important things to 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 say, and and Mourinho has shown, at least for now, these three games that he still got it when it comes to the pitch. So you can see him being very intense. He's into. He's not. You know, he doesn't take a step back. He doesn't sit down and just just watch on. Um, he takes part in the game and and he reacts to the crowd. He reacts to the opposition. He reacts to his players' mistakes. And and then he goes in front of a camera and and says things that are very difficult to to, to interpret. You know, there in a way that it's difficult to say. Oh, this was definitely a positive thing to say, and this was definitely a negative thing to say. No, this is he always he seems to choose his words very carefully and and find a, a sort of a middle ground in um you know in 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 what he can what he feels he can say about the team without exposing them too much, without praising them too much, but also without condemning them too much. And, and uh, right now this is key because, you know, this team, as I said, comes off a really difficult year. They have to, you know, get used to a new system, a new manager, um, new expectations, new objectives. These things take time. And at least in these opening stages, it's important to sort of, stay level-headed and understand that you know this team is not ready to win right now this team is not ready to to go and compete on all fronts right now with the roster on hand this is this is something that takes time but it also takes a a, a collective unit to 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 build confidence and and trust among each other and i think that so far we, we are seeing just that it's it's difficult to explain. I'm not doing it very well, but it's almost as if he has kept to at least a certain extent that that bad guy persona, but he also has a bit more understanding within him. I don't know. It's difficult to put into words, but it, it is it is nice to see. I, I have to say, I didn't think we would see a different Mourinho, maybe to this extent or maybe this early I, I said in the initial reaction when, when Roma appointed him that I do think you will see a different Mourinho. I thought it would take some time, honestly. Like, Andy, even the thing he said uh, about the market, okay, when he was being asked about this new midfielder, wh- who are you looking for, what do you think, will you be able to get a, a deal done before the window closes? And... 95% of the time, the answer that you would expect him to give is, this is what I want, and it's up to the club to do it. You know, a very straight yet harsh answer, maybe, is the right way to describe it. I mean, for him to go out and say, listen, I have no, no right 
to criticize a club for the market that they have done and that because of the effort they have put in. Yes, I do want a midfielder, but you know what? Because of the efforts that the club and Diago Pinto have made this summer, I am in no position to press them, to pressure them, to to force them to do anything because of what they have managed to do so far this summer. I mean, that answer right there, that response, to me at least, shows incredible growth that, again, I can't say that I expected from him so early on. I I mean, do you think this is him being fully aware that he had to change something? Is this him having bought into the Friedkin and the Roma project at large, I guess I'm just trying to figure out yep. how we have gotten such a different Mourinho so quickly. Now, again, things can change in an instant. This is football. Everything is fluid in the world of football. I understand that. It, it could change tomorrow, okay? I'm, I am 100% aware of that. But I guess I'm, I'm still... Uh, having difficulties finding the words because it it does seem like Mourinho is 1000% bought into this project from top to bottom. Yeah. And you know, the, the first thing uh, is that this guy, well, this, this guy was sacked because he stood up against the, the Tottenham's, you know, intention of, 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 uh, you know, being one of the founding teams of the super league. Um, at least that was, you know, that was given as the reason as to why he was sacked. What a day or two before before a, a, fa- a final. Um, so this, you know, in a way, this was the perfect match for him. Following an experience like that, where you basically get sacked because you're against, you know, these big teams, big clubs, creating a very unhealthy um, footballing environment and. He goes and joins a, a team that allows him to to maybe go back to his roots, you know, of 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 more limited means, but maybe with like a, a stronger idea for the future, not just oh, you gotta win for this season, you gotta win, 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 win. You know, we're Tottenham, we we haven't won shit in ninety years, and and or you know we. We are Manchester United. We are so glorious. Blah 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 blah. And and uh, go and win with Lingard. And and uh, here it's this is who you have. We'll try and do our best. It will be a miracle if we manage to offload some of the guys that that take up so much space and so much money. And but but it is it does seem like he he came to to the right place and 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 he was the manager at the right time now we'll we'll see these are the opening stages but the fact that we see so much chemistry between him the players and the fan base and and the the and management which is also very important just shows that that sort of everybody seems to be starting out on, you know on the uh, on the same level everybody seems to be working toward the same cause and I think that probably that was the main reason as to why Roma sort of crumbled over the last years because it was very confusing. It was very confusing as to who does what and for what purpose. What is, you know, are we are we are we are we going for youngsters? Are we looking for veteranship? Are what is what is our purpose? What's the goal? Is it fourth place? Is it contending for the scudetto? Is it winning a cup maybe um, who's in charge who's not in charge these were all things that sort of made the 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 the, the, the club you know fail to reach certain objectives over the last few years and, I, and and in order to get back into the groove of things you know you need everybody on board and and so far it, it definitely looks like like that's the case Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. Absolutely. All right, let's let's talk about on the pitch now. So, again, three for three. They're doing very, very well. I, I guess I want to start with just this very uh, elementary, uh, easy uh, thing that I think everybody would notice. It's nice to have a pretty good goalkeeper, isn't it? I mean, it is. it boggles the mind what happens when you have... Not even a world-class, and I'm not saying that uh, Rui Patricio isn't world-class. I, I doubt many people have him in their top 5 to 7, 10, 15, I don't know. Whatever the hierarchy is, we, we can debate that another time. But this is a guy who just brings a level of, well, first, veteranship. He's obviously a much more advanced age um, than some of the previous guys Roma have brought in. But he is so calm, so level-headed at the back, and he has performed so well in these opening matches. In a, in a way, I am extremely happy, of course. But in another way, I'm thinking, my word. You know, Roma, they didn't need over these years since Alisson left. Not even, again, a world-class guy at top 5'10". Just somebody who is competent. That is all. But... Rui Patricio is providing that and more. He has been absolutely phenomenal. And I just laugh because him and uh, Shamuradov are the two guys that I do want to take victory laps over because Shamuradov, I was talking about in January for Genoa. Watch out for him. I do think he's going to to do very, very well. Um, Patricio, I thought, I I was over the moon about this operation. I, I, I was great. I was so happy. To see him coming. Um, but then having to read things like, you know, what a terrible deal for Rui Patricio. What are you oh, doing? Oh, is this the second coming of Mirante? <laughs> yeah, is this Mirante 2.0? Tiago <laughs> Pinto, is this Monchi 2.0? Beyond the ridiculousness of those statements in and of itself. I mean, just the, just the fact he has performed so well so early... Is such a pleasing sign. And I don't know, just the fact that Roma have finally... When did, Al- when did Alisson leave? 2018? 2000, yeah, 2018. Three yep. years. I am not believing that for a minute because it has felt like seven years. I, I mean, it is astounding to yep. me. We talk about, oh, Roma, they sold Alisson for 80 million euros. I'm afraid to actually Google how much they spent up until Patricio trying to replace him. When we factor in Paolo Lopez, Olsen, what is that? Close to 40, more or less? Yeah, 40 million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is half the fee for Alisson, and you didn't get even half of the performances. I don't know if you got a tenth of the performances, mm-hmm. but... That is my long-winded way of saying Patricio has been yeah. fantastic, and uh, you know, shame on anybody. At least right now, uh, we we will <laughs> yeah. uh, again. You can dunk on us, of course, but uh, with new information, we'll dunk on you. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's fine. Yeah. You can dunk on me. That's fine. That's how it works. But, mm-hmm. Listen, right now, I am sorry. Okay, that match last night, those saves that Patricio made, Paul Lopez, uh, well, Paul Lopez doesn't do it definitely. Olsen, he had that weird stretch in the first three months where he like. It was uh, where he had that one match against Real Madrid where it should have been like yeah, 9-0. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was on meth. I, yeah, I he mean, was on meth. Is that yeah. what it was? It had to have been something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, so far the impression is that really all players that have come in this window have uh, found a place in the team. Even Vina um, looked kind of timid in the in 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 the opening in the opening game of the conference league and and but so far he's he, he seems to grow to be more reassured and and Paul Lopez um, sorry not Paul Jesus Christ not Paul Lopez okay. Rui Patricio I still have PTSD I was about um, to say hey, we all do it's okay <laughs> no but but Rui Patricio it's important to for him to have those saves even in a match that you win 3 to nothing you win that match 3 to nothing because he he provides those crucial saves and to to see him respond like that with with Mourinho just walking over to him giving him a, you know a high five 
uh, showing him appreciation and you know and then there's Tammy Abraham which I mean he looks like he's been playing here uh, since the 1980s uh he, you know even when he, yesterday he didn't score he didn't assist but he's still a force to be reckoned with and and you can see that he's gonna give a lot of problems to a lot of defenses and once again you you take somebody with that kind of potential somebody that that on a bigger stage because the Premier League let's face a bigger stage than Italy and and still with limited time could could contribute and here you're just giving him carte blanche to to operate and then you have somebody like Shomurodov who comes from a smaller side and a, and a past of smaller sides he's 26 but this is his chance to shine and he knows he's got the the manager's trust I can see this working, you know, going forward. And that's that's a pleasing sight to see that in the opening three games of the season, you've already integrated all all, all, the, all the newcomers. Yeah, that's absolutely true. All of the guys who arrived in, in the summer so far, all four of them are playing crucial roles immediately. Um, if you're Calafiori, I can only imagine how you're feeling internally. That, guy, that poor guy. COVID, ACL tears, he he can't catch a break, but he's had his opportunities, so he can't he can't be too upset. Um, a couple of other guys I wanted to talk about are first in the midfield. Okay, Cristante, you brought him up. I also wanted to talk about Pellegrini and then Shomuradov. So Pellegrini, Cristante. Oh, Enigmas, okay? Total enigmas over these last few seasons, okay? Uh, with Pellegrini, you have him come back from Sassuolo. First season, it is, is, is nothing short of disastrous. Second season, he's thrown into this really weird role because uh, somebody gets hurt. He comes on in the derby, and he does that wonderful backheeled goal. And from there... He that was Pastore, man. That was Pastore going down. That was Pesto. Well, look, you can't say that name. Not now, at least. <laughs> um, Pellegrini, okay, so he, he he scores that goal, and it seems like, okay, you know, we all agreed that he wasn't a Metzala. Maybe he can play as a number 10 now, uh, Fantasista, and maybe this is his role, okay? Maybe too much was being asked of him in this midfield three. I have been not shy about saying that there's no doubting that Pellegrini has the abilities. His problem has been consistency. He has had the same problem, more or less, since his second season at Roma. It's always been the same thing. Um, so far, he has been undoubtedly one of the best performers of the team. And beyond that, I see a guy now who, under Mourinho, looks like a captain. He did not look like a captain under Paolo Fonseca. Somebody juxtaposed two pictures of, Paolo, of, of Pellegrini next to Paolo Fonseca during the Spezia Coppa Italia match where, where uh, Fonseca looks like a, a child lost in the shopping center. Well, I think we all looked like him, yeah. Right. He, he looked like a child looking, looking for their parent in the shopping center yeah. um, because he didn't know how many substitutes he actually used. And it's almost as if Pellegrini is taking the lead in the dialogue with the referee. And then next to that photo, somebody put uh, him next to Mourinho. And it's Mourinho clearly yelling some sort of instruction to him um, with a, a pretty intense look on his face. Much different approach between the two. Now, of course, somebody made that into the the, the Chad meme, right? They, they turned it into like that... that beta and um uh the beta with the chad meme I, I, I try to make it sound like i know what i'm talking about even though i don't um but i know what you're talking yeah, about yeah i don't know is it called the chad <laughs> meme i i i'm just i think it, it can be called the chad uh, meme maybe it, it will be it will have the john solano signature on oh it, the okay chad sure meme. okay that's fine with me but somebody put those two photos together and now granted that is that's pretty unfair to paulo fonseca i have to say because that's a really low moment. You can't take somebody in their lowest moment and compare it to, to Mourinho only three matches in. That uh, it's a bit unfair if we're just trying to, if we're trying to at least pay a little credit to Paolo Fonseca. But I do kind of think that speaks to maybe a 
bigger point in the sense of maybe Pellegrini previously was not being managed hard enough. Maybe he was given too much leeway. I I don't know. I am not inside that dressing room. I mean, I do talk to a couple of players, but they're not going to divulge something like that. I don't know what it is, but I think Pellegrini himself looks different. Uh, Cristante looks different too, Andy. And maybe it was this summer's Euro. Maybe it was the larger role he took on last season having to play as a central defender. I don't know what it is, but it seems as if him moving to that central defender role is kind of like the like the before and after pinpoint of how we will view Brian Cristante. Mm-hmm. Because after that point, um, we know this guy, he has been moved all around because there's no other solutions at the back. He has to play central defender, and he does so extremely well. He gets called up to the Azzurri. He wins the Euro. And now he kind of just has this different, uh, this different air about him, I guess. Listen, he may not be the long-term solution that we need to deploy out there next to Jordan Veretout. However, I think his attitude, his leadership, his approach has been so invaluable that I'm not going to say that his performance is secondary because that's ridiculous. It's football. The pitch always speaks the loudest. But I do think he has become a guy that you need out there uh, first and foremost, for that presence of his that he brings. And it's it's so fascinating. It's so fascinating to me because this guy, admittedly, we've talked about it on here. He was a meme. He was easy to make fun of, to uh, poke fun at. But now he seems like a completely different player. And, and it's amazing yeah. to me that this is the exact same guy that we saw in the summer of 2018 coming from Atalanta. It's 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 stunning to me this turnaround that he's had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well he, you know, it, that that's what happens when you when you're trusted by, you know, three managers and and that, he was the man for Fonseca. He was the go-to guy of the bench for um for Mancini. And and now you can see that that Mourinho has a lot of respect for him, and everybody seems to respect him for his work rate. That's exactly what what De Rossi meant when he said, "I want eleven Cristantes." Sort of, he put the word out there that look, you know, look beyond, you know, the the puppy face, the the fact that maybe he's not as quick or as athletic as he looked at Atalanta. But there is a, a lot of you know there is a lot of hard work in 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 what he does and and last season basically carried on as 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 an additional center back. That that is also why that goal yesterday meant a lot to him because finally there was sort of like a sign. Yeah, this is worth it, you know and. And, you know, there are all these rumors of well, what the Roma's midfield should look like and blah, 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 blah. But Cristante is also saying, listen, I'm here. You have to deal with me as well. So, um, again, you know, same thing with, with Pellegrini. Full credit goes to, to, to Mourinho, but also full credit in, in their own right goes to the players that, you know, have have stuck with it and, 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 and they've adapted. And even a guy like Pellegrini, we've, we've been, we've been very critical of him, um, has found a way to, you know, we were always doubting his leadership or whatever. Now he looks like he embraces it. He looks like he has fun with it. Meaning, you know, we always sort of pointed out oh, the, the, that it felt like he was playing under pressure to do something magical, to, to, to be the new Totti, to be the new De Rossi, but but that wasn't what we wanted of him. We just wanted Lorenzo Pellegrini, and and I think that's what he's been giving us um, over these last uh, matches. Oh, 100%. And I think maybe to also to a certain extent, maybe he saw what happened to Florenzi, for better or for worse, whatever you think of the guy. I mean, he absolutely crumbled when he took the armband. I mean, he he shrunk into a guy that, I mean, nobody will even make a permanent offer for now. Uh, he has totally become a fraction of the player he used to be. Maybe Pellegrini, too, even learned something from that, where 
listen, I can't allow this weight to crush me. I can't allow the weight of the armband, the fact that I'm Roman. I, I can't allow that to uh, to become the thing that is spoken most about me and the thing that, uh, you know, what's expected of me is what uh, guys who previously wore this armband. I need to be at their level. I need to exceed them, blah, 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 blah. I do think maybe even from that standpoint, he has matured a bit, but I, I, I do think without doubt, just his approach looks wholeheartedly different. Put everything aside um, as far as output goes on the pitch, which that too has been very, very good. I just think his attitude above all is much more different and I'm very glad to see it. Very, very glad, very happy because I have to tell you, you and I eviscerated him after his first two seasons, and rightfully so. The thing I hate about this is just because he's performing well now, that doesn't mean previous criticism was wrong. Uh, I mean, he was terrible in his first two seasons, but guess what? He improved, and with new information, you change your opinion. I think it's that simple, but I'm very, very yeah. happy for him. Very, very happy. Um, Shomurodov. I still can't get that picture of the action that he did against Fiorentina out of my head. Like that action was something I envisioned Javier Pastore doing instead of barbecuing on his flat on a warm summer day. I had in my head visions of Javier Pastore doing that one day for Roma, um, making these incredible actions, making sensational passes in the final third. Uh, Shomurodov, a guy who, again... Many stupid things were written about him, about players, uh, by people who clearly did not watch a single moment of Genoa. And again, I'm not criticizing anybody who, who doesn't want to watch Genoa. That's more yeah, so of a punishment I don't think than that's anybody's. Yeah, that, I don't think that's part of anybody's plan. <laughs> no, but, no, but when you're when I was back in Italy during the pandemic, I mean. <laughs> All I was watching was football, and Shamurodov clearly had the ability. He needed time to settle. Uh, he was creating chances if, if you were watching Genoa. He just wasn't putting them in the back of the net. But he, he clearly has loads of ability. And by the way, can I just say, who, who was it that asked him the question in his press conference? Did you see that somebody asked him, um, you're 26 years old. Why did it take you so long to get to uh, – why did it take you so long to reach – uh, the the high levels of football. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy gets like eight questions, okay? You have a very limited number of questions to ask this guy in a very short period of time. Um, in fact, Roma, they're limiting the amount of journalists uh, per outlet. There's only uh, one one journalist per outlet is allowed at Trigoria now uh, because, of the, because of COVID restrictions. And that's the question you ask him? He's 26, and why did it take him so long to get to this level of football really well first off what does that even mean and secondly is 26 old for footballers i mean what a i i was stunned and listen i very rarely get stunned from some of the questions that get asked in those uh, in those press in those media rooms I, i've heard the stupidest of the stupid in there and even that one i found borderline yeah. um near the top of the stupid what a ridiculous uh, yeah. question, but that notwithstanding, wow, is all I can say. I mean, his, mm -hmm. his, his versatility, his movement, his vision, tactically, he, I feel like he is almost in some way a secret weapon from the sense of you can put him mm -hmm. in, in, in five different roles in the attack and you can see yeah. him doing make a what, difference yeah, yeah in every mm -hmm. single one of them he said you can put True. him out wide you can put him behind the striker you can put him as a nine he's done that already and he scored goals how do you feel about this guy because i have to tell you i love yeah. him i love him i love him i love him yeah 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 he's uh he's you know he's a swiss army knife who's got the confidence of the manager who knows he's there also because of and primarily because of 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 the manager who who believed in him and and knew about him and um and and so he'll take it a, a step at a time but i i do think that his role will will, will grow and we've al already seen him start for roma um have a beautiful assist that you know was that if that assist um 
against Fiorentina was was uh, just a beautiful sight to see. There was a smart play. was was a really unique, and it doesn't. Not not many players can do that with with so much ease. And again, a lot of credit goes to Mourinho for being able to integrate these guys as quickly as possible. Because listen, man, in the past, if I think about the players like Jesus, the names, uh, Marcano, Hector Moreno, all these guys that sort of were brought in really early on and then never, never found their footing, were never used, they're just, and and they would just fall off a cliff. And instead, here, Mourinho got what four players so far? He's used them. He he, 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 he he said, "Okay, I got them. Now I'll use them." And he's used them to his advantage. So far, the, it, it, it has given results. Uh, Tammy Abraham, two assists. Shamuro, an assist, a goal. Uh, Rui Patricio, some some really remarkable saves. Vinha, a lot of uh, good defensive contribution. It's that's I I think these were smart signings that will prove to be even smarter signings mm. in the long run. I, I couldn't agree with you more. So that's where we're going to leave it. Before we go, another edition of the Falcona forecast for match day two in the Serie A. So let's do that very quickly. All right, Matt. Just like last week, I'm just going to step aside. You take the microphone. The platform is all yours. Hey, John. Nice to be back uh, for our usual Friday uh, forecast segment. Hey, pretty good start last week. Not the barn burner start that I had to my podcasting career last year. I, think, I don't know how many I won in a row to start off the, the segment. I think that is really the only reason I have any credit, any amount of credibility was my, <laughs> it was my blazing start to my podcast picks last year. But hey, two, one and one, I'll take it. We nailed the Roma pick, impressive performance from us last week, took a loss in the Sampdoria Milan over, that's fine. And then my never in doubt picks of the week when Atlanta scored like a last second winner to push on Atlanta minus one and the over two and a half. That was wonderful to see. <laughs> I mean, not, 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 not in terms of Roma perspective because we're competing against them for top four but from a betting perspective you know that was that was that was nice to see now of course i had to had to him with the there was never a doubt so anyway to this week looking to this week i'm going to start with inter here they're playing verona last week we took kind of a wait and see approach to inter Looks like their powers have not uh, dissipated one bit. So Inzaghi's got this team uh, hitting the ground running. And, of course, statistically, they're one of the most dominant leagues so far, whereas Verona. Um, well, I mean, John, uh, I know Verona's kind of up in your neck of the woods up in Italy. I know you're going to be just you know, making um, a commute to Verona to go watch all these games, right? I mean, got EDF there. Kalinich is there. Uh, just terrible football in general. Um, I, I think they're going to be in trouble. I, I really think they're they're a definite candidate to be to be relegated now, especially losing Juric, uh, which re- who the coach really who really uh, increased the level of play. Um, in terms of betting, Inter minus one at even odds. I think that's really excellent value. Um, I, I don't think this game's going to be particularly close. Um, so let's 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 ride with Inter here. Um, so of course I can't go anymore without, uh, speaking about Roma, we're playing the Lazio B team, uh, also known as Salernitana this week. And the model absolutely loves Roma. Of course, like I, like I mentioned, excellent performance. I think we had the highest non-penalty expected goals in the league, which, which is great. I think we kind of turned a lot of heads. People expecting us to play really terrible football, defensive style, uh, under Mourinho, but Hey, we, I mean, we impressed with, with with our attacking output last week. So the model really, really appreciates that. We're going to go Roma minus one and a half uh, goals here at plus 150. Um, I I feel pretty confident that, that we're, we're going to clean up here. And of course, um, let's just, I'm going to blind bet Roma overs for a while. So we're going to go over three as well. Throw that in for you guys. Okay, so around the rest of the league, I'm going to go through, buzz through these literally quickly. Um, just to caveat the model is super biased towards the very beginning of the season um so some of these results might look a little wonky but that's okay 
um, I trust it. So we're going to Bologna plus one and a half, um, Cagliari plus one and a half, and Sassuolo on the money line. That's about even odds. So I like a couple underdogs here. Um, they, had, they had pretty good performances to start out, and of course, in their, in their opponents, Napoli and Atalanta, um, little disappointing performances as well. So, oh, and, and uh, of course, um, not Napoli, Milan disappointing performances to start out the season. So that's it for Serie A. If we have time, um, I'd like to go through a couple of fun uh, bets around Europe. Um, there's, of course, the forecast. We've expanded our, our empire uh, over the summer in the shadows, uh, working in my cave. We've expanded to include the rest of the, the big five leagues in Europe, as well as some over-unders, uh, over-under picks. So I've been following the league especially a little bit. Um, I've been watching full Bundesliga games as well, but I'm going to go to France first. I'm going to go a couple picks here. Montpellier, plus 0.5, plus 115. They've been excellent so far this season. Um, they've been profitable, profitable for me. Clermont, new new team in, in, in Ligue 1. Uh, they've, been, they've got to a super hot start. Um, we're going to ride that ride that train. We're going to Claremont money line, minus 125. And then finally, so far this year, I've, I've picked up a pair of uh, breast victories in the first couple of games of the season. Um, so I'm going to be latching on to them this year, I, I think at least for the beginning of the season. Um, we're going to breast point, plus 0.5. You know, that's a breast uh, victory or draw and minus 120. I like that a lot. Elsewhere around Europe, I'm not going to make the mistake of taking a Dortmund under ever again. So we can go Dortmund over three and a half and take that. And then conversely, we're going to go, I'm never going to take another over in a La Liga game. I don't know if you've been watching La Liga this year, John, but um, not a lot of goals have been scored. Uh, I don't have the exact figure in front of me, but it's pathetic. And the books haven't caught up to that yet. So the model's way ahead on this. Um, the the lines for the over under two and a half is just silly. So we're going to go, I'm going to recommend every La Liga under. So under two and a half, under two, whatever you want to do, same value. Every La Liga under, except for the Levante Sociedad game and the Betis Real Madrid game. So that's eight uh, under picks that I, I would I would recommend you take. Um, you know, m- like maybe just sprinkle one unit's worth over all of those. But I think as an aggregate, it'll it'll end up being uh, profitable there. So, wow, tons of picks for you guys this week. Um, hope you appreciate it. You know, ho- hope you can get out, bet on all these games. We know the drill, guys. John, as you say, see number, bet money. We got some. Lot, uh, rock solid picks for you guys this week. Again, follow me on Twitter at Falcona Forecast. Um, I have all the picks that I, that I said on the podcast today, plus plus some more, uh, plus some analysis, plus you know stuff that I think is funny that that no one's going to retweet. So um, definitely give me a follow on there. Um, and for for picks as soon as they come out. Anyway, yeah, good luck this week, guys. And uh, John, thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to be clear, it took everything, in, every fiber within my body to not interject when you somehow glossed over that 10 out of 10 pun where you said you are latching onto breasts for the season. I can't be the only one who caught that, right? Whether you meant that or not, Matt, that was still a 10 out of 10. Anyway, that is where we are going to leave it, everybody. Andy and I will be back after the weekend. Roma, Salernitana. This should be very straightforward this is a very bad side that Roma will be facing newly promoted really don't have a lot of quality within it besides Simi in my opinion so this should be straightforward we will we will see we've been in this position before there's no there's no way we can get ahead of ourselves but I'm confident this Roma should handle Salernitana fairly easily so we will chat with you again on Monday until then ciao Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 